0: So I try to tell people before the drugs, before the prescriptions that they have to take, why don't you give it a try to change your nutrition? And we're all about, and I'll take it one step further, and plant-based is great, and it's really the same thing, but we call our book Plant Nutritious because we want the foods that grow, the potatoes. People think, I can't eat a white potato or a red potato or It's the number one society food. It's the number one food that fills you up the most that you walk away and say with 100 calories, oh my God, I'm stuffed.
1: Welcome to our conversation with Jill Steinbeck. This is Caroline Walrad. I love your book. I uh, Think Outside the Lunchbox cookbook. Where did you come up with the name, Jill?
0: You know, I think life is think outside the box. And I think that when I give, talks to all kinds of seminars i do fun things for people to start to think out the bo- outside the box because that's oh. how we're different that's how we're unique that's how we make a change right mm-hmm. and, and unique and it was so fun to think outside that lunch box and coin that in the same respect but it's catchier and so people start catching on to the words and then start thinking differently and that differently can be as easy as getting outside of your bed on the other side of the bed and see how your day starts it'll be totally different
1: yeah i mean it's yeah i remember one interview with they're called the centurions but one of the things they do is something new every day and that's why one of their characteristics they always have something new every day we need it don't we
0: you need it and it's fun and it keeps you alive it keeps you excited
1: And I have some questions for you. First of all, I want to make a statement. I have your book in my hand, and the pictures are incredible. They make you want to eat them off the picture. And the plant-based plate is such a a wonderful look at, you know, how much you would need. So I see half are vegetables, and then a quarter seem to be, what would you call that, Um, beans and Carrots and legumes, legumes. and then you have whole grains is another quarter. So when I look at this, the first question I have is, will you explain what the difference is between plant-based and keto and paleo? Because those words are twirling around everyone, and I can tell that they're a little confused.
0: You know, those are not my my expertise. What is conflicting is the vegan, the vegetarian, and the plant-based. So vegan, when I was researching it, was so fun when we were doing the book and researching what it was. Donald Walton, he coined the term all the way back in 1944, a vegan. And they their focus, their main focus is protecting animals and avoiding all the animal products, whether that's leather, whether that's honey it doesn't it doesn't matter they um, it's a way of living for them and they're passionate about that living they're extremely serious people on a movement where to me vegetarians and there's a a few different types of vegetarians the simple term vegetarian they don't eat meat fish or poultry People usually choose vegetarians, which I thought was interesting, and I could be mistaken. This is just from the research for religion, their cultural or ethical reasons. So a person might have a concern about animal welfare and feel that killing animals for food is unnecessary and they will be vegetarian. Another is because they just were raised with a culture or a religion that believes animals are holy or sacred. So it's a whole different venue, um, to me, a look of vegan, but there are different types of vegetarian so people can have a variety. One is the ovo-lacto, which is the Western vegetarian diet, and it allows eggs, dairy, and honey. And then the ovo allows eggs and honey, but no dairy. And then there's the lacto, which they eat dairy and honey, but no eggs.
1: There is a difference maybe in how you feel or how you emotionally are committed
0: to either
1: a cause or a thought. Why have you found so many resources for you personally and see it in other people about plant-based diet?
0: Well, it fascinated me. You know, it just totally took me over as far as the education of not only... The health of you and how it's reversing, and I'm not a doctor, so I'm not saying all this, but this is what the studies say, diabetes and heart disease and a variety of different diseases, whether that's MS, and this is all on um, American College Lifestyle Medicine website with videos of people giving these quotes and, and their what happened to them by going on this particular lifestyle change. Dr. T. Campbell, uh, Colin Campbell, he introduced this in the 80s. And plant-based is more where you're eating whole grains, fresh fruits, vegetables, you know, your beans, your peas, your lentils, etc. But to me, it's the whole food. It's, it's healthy. It's where the earth comes. Yeah. But the other part of it, like Susie Cameron, where she did a book called OMD, One Meal a Day, how it's changing the earth. So the plant-based people are also all about not only changing their health, but changing our planet.
1: So there's That's also an emotional destiny. cause exactly, that is, is associated with it. I remember a study I heard many years ago at a conference. I don't remember the name of the study, so forgive me, but I'll do share this. They did a five-year study with people who had cancer, and they wanted to see what diets would make a difference in the return of the cancer. And hands over, if you had five servings of fruits and vegetables today, those are the ones who didn't get the cancer back. Everyone else did. The question I have, and I've always had, is why aren't we eating five servings of whole (laughs) vegetables and fruits right now?
0: So silly because it's so easy to do. And when I tell people I wanted to do a smoothie a day, and it's really easy if you just go, and I'm not plugging anybody, but I went when my dad was living with me and I wanted him to have all this, I, I made a health drink every day that he had with a pea protein, so mm-hmm. plant-based of some kind protein. But then I went to Costco's and they had a bag full of kale and berries and you know all the fruits and vegetables you needed. You had five in a bag in a smoothie. You're done. You got it. You know, and then my other day, my other thing I would have every day is a salad. And I call it, I called it the garbage salad, but we had to change it for the book because people thought that was bad. But to me, that's what it was. It's everything that's in your refrigerator and kitchen that you could throw into a salad that had colors. Mm -hmm. And then you did it. By those two meals, you are, and then the third meal could be what you choose, you know. But those two things are also satiety foods foods that fill you up to satisfy you, that make you healthy. So, What
1: about people who want to do all of the diet with the whole, and do whole uh, plant-based, maybe even have their own gardens or buy organic and are very careful about that, but they also choose their meat? Have you had any research as to whether that makes a difference?
0: And And they have their meat, you said?
1: Yes, on top of the vegetables and the whole grain. Yes, they
0: did the whole balanced diet that you know, way, it, including meat. Meat is terrible for the planet. You know, if, if I was to share anything, our um, person who wrote our foreword, Keegan Kuhn, did a documentary on conspiracy. Once I saw that documentary, I was OMG. <laughs> I really took a look, which I had no idea. He also did one called What the Health. And those two documentaries really started changing my views of educating people. But, again, then I go back to your question, and the OMD from Susie Cameron, you know, One Meal a Day, yes, if you have to, but really it's not going to change your lifestyle then to help with the diabetes and with the heart disease and things like this. If you're at your last resort and you want to change yourself and your health, jump in with two feet, two arms, go for it and see how you look and feel in 30 days. I mean, just for an example, I gave, my, my daughter gave up dairy for 30 days. We were ready to have her tonsils taken out. And I said, just give it up. We were not so much milk people as we were cheese. And we loved, um, actually, um, potato skins. And, um, We gave it up for 30 days, and my daughter never had the surgery and never had another problem.
1: It's very Mm mucus-forming. It's
0: extremely mucus-forming. So I try to tell people before the drugs, before the prescriptions that they have to take, why don't you give it a try to change your nutrition? And we're all about, and I'll take it one step further, and plant-based is great, and it's really the same thing, but we call our book Plant Nutritious because we want the foods that grow, the potatoes. People think, I can't eat a white potato or a red potato. Or, but It's the number one satiety food. It's the number one food that fills you up the most that you walk away and say with 100 calories, oh, my God, I'm stuffed. Now, inside that potato, I might have... Um, mushrooms. And, and today I had mushrooms and onions and, you know, garlic and just all kinds of fun things in it, even a, a on top of it. But I walk away and it's so delicious and I'm so full and it's so plant nutritious.
1: I go into natural food stores and there's so many plant-based products. It's really taking over the shelves. There's a lot of people turning to plant-based. No um, question about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they probably feel better and they inspire other people. I've it really enjoyed my garden I created. I love my organic garden. And there's nothing better than going out. But we're very fortunate, as you know, to live in Arizona, where we get more sun and more warm weather to do that. But you can do it inside. I mean, there's lots of ways to have a garden. But there's nothing more special than having the energy in that plant
0: of what you created rich in color that's for sure even when i go into the schools and i teach the kids i always tell them their assignment is they have to go to the grocery store and find one color one food they've never tried and take it home and try it whether that's uh, jicama you know that's white inside what is it that um, they haven't experienced in that fruit and vegetable aisle that they'd really like to try It's just fascinating, and that's thinking outside the lunchbox, another way. But another question that always comes to me with plant nutritious is the number one myth is plants don't have enough protein. How do I get my protein? And so it's very interesting. So the top ten sources of veggie protein. So spinach gives you, and you're supposed to have, um, what is it, 30 grams of protein a day okay? Spinach has 49% protein. Kale has 45% protein. Broccoli has 45% protein. Parsley has 34. Mushrooms, 38. Cauliflower, 40. Cucumbers, even 24. Tomatoes, 18. Green peppers, 22. So people are like cabbage, 22. People are like, oh my gosh. And beef, just to compare, only has 25% and chicken 22% and an egg 12%. Now, what
1: I had learned in, through my nutrition courses, that there are, of course, there's eight essential amino acids which make up your protein. And you get some amino acids from every different food source. And the, from those eight, we make our rest. But we need those eight essential amino acids. And I had learned that the meat protein that you get in meat You can get through the form of cashews and nuts, have you? Oh, Mm -hmm.
0: I'm a nut junkie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I tell people all they need is eight almonds a day when their blood sugar drops. I mean, I don't don't go anywhere without them. And I have them in my car and my purse when I travel. But I mix nuts, same as what you're talking about. You know, I could have a handful and in two seconds my blood sugar's raised and I'm not hungry anymore. And I'm like, okay, I'm fine.
1: That's do work. And then the oils, the essential oils are so important too.
0: Yep. So you, know, what do you cook? Avocado what do you, a day.
1: Right. <laughs> avocado is so easy.
0: <laughs> it's
1: so yeah. good. So how do you choose your oils?
0: You know, I'm not really a big oil person. I don't. I work and cook. You know, oil has nine grams of fat per tablespoon. It, you know, yes, it does bring flavor, and once in a while it is You know, in some worlds, it's okay. Some worlds, it's not okay. In my world, moderation, but I mainly cook with vegetable broth, you know, the very low sodium or no sodium, and um, just basic water. So I get the flavor of the food. People forget about the flavor, and they, you know, the first 10 days when they start going on a program like this to cleanse their body of back to the basics, they're like, but this is so bland. Well, not after 10 days. You're like, oh, my gosh. This is so incredibly great. Mm. Food is good and natural food is great. And so, and I also tell people, try the nearest farmer market. I have a good time there. You know, go look at all the things that they have out there. It's always tastes so delicious, Mm. homegrown.
1: Local. Local too. There was a big study they did years ago that people who ate of the season did not have the allergies. It's when you go and eat out of season for your growth period. So you you really want to, you know, you really want a certain kind of fruit or vegetable but it's not grown in your area during that season, and that's when you develop the allergies. I thought it was really fascinating. It was a really good study, but that's more reason to go to the farmers' market because you're always buying what's in season. I love your book, but the, the, the dressings and they have everything in here, and it's just so beautifully done. I really applaud you on it.
0: Grateful to be able to share it with everyone. Um, There is also a kids' version of it that's going in our newest book. We're doing a walking program with pedometers, Eat More, Walk More, and um, that will go in that book for kids in schools and families that want to walk together.
1: Congratulations. And by the way, I just opened it up to the key lime pie parfait. So I think I'll get that recipe. It sounds awfully (laughs) good. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will. Yeah. Is there anything you want to leave um, our conversation with? Anything you want to say? What
0: is your passion?
1: Your passion is there because you're feeling good, but what is it that motivates
0: you? I want to make a healthier future for our children so that our earth is better for my grandchildren and our world is a better place that it continues going. It's just a mission, a vision, and a desire to collaborate with all the people that are passionate about changing their lifestyle
1: well bless you darling and thank you so much for our conversation and uh, we'll talk again soon on to the next uh, next project you are you are doing what you want to do your mission is being fulfilled so congratulations